Hello, world. Hey, world. Hello, world. Welcome to Hello, world. The future is female. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Hello, world. The future is female. My name is Isabella, and today I'm joined by Amy, um, who I'm very excited to be able to talk to about her YouTube journey and her academics at Yale and everything she's been doing. So, yeah, thanks so much, Amy, for taking the time to be on the podcast. And I guess could you just start off by introducing yourself a little bit and telling us kind of what you're doing and all that? Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much, Isabella, for having me here. So my name is Amy, and I have a YouTube channel. I'm 19 years old from New York City. My content centers around lifestyle, college, vlogs, and travel. Pretty much anything I am feeling. But yeah, that's a little bit about me, and I'm really excited for this interview. Yeah, thanks so much. I I started watching your YouTube videos a couple years ago, and I just found out that you were interested in majoring in, in history, right? Yes. What kind of drew you into that? And um, yeah, why did you decide to choose that as your major? Yeah, this is a good question. So actually coming into college, I knew I wanted to go into something humanities. I've always been interested in history, like global issues and also like current events, because I have been fortunate to travel with my family a lot growing up. So I've been to a lot of like national parks, historical sites, museums, and I absolutely like love going to them. So coming in, I was kind of all over the place. I think I had like six majors that I was interested in. And gradually, I just ended up like taking some history classes, taking some poli sci classes as well. So for the longest time, I was actually in between history and political science. Ultimately, I think history is a better fit for me in terms of like the kind of work we do. I prefer that over like political science work. And I just found the classes super interesting. So I decided to run with it. Yeah, that's really cool. I know that I when I watch your videos, you're always taking the like the schedule at the beginning of the year, something with like tasting classes. You know what I'm talking about? Like you take that very seriously. Classes. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So yeah, I'm really excited. I I don't think I know a history major ever. I have never really known one. So it's cool that you're majoring in history. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I feel like it's a very popular major here. I think it's one of the largest departments. So yeah, super cool. Yeah. Um, how do you balance, like, obviously you're in school at Yale, but how do you balance kind of managing your YouTube with your scheduling and filming? Do you kind of have a setup? Um, cause you're pretty consistent on YouTube as well. Yes, I would say it's definitely quite the challenge and I'm still working towards like maintaining that balance because I feel like sometimes with my history course load, it's usually like typically a lot of readings, but sometimes all the essays are always somehow all back to back. So some weeks are really tough and then some weeks are definitely more chill. So in that sense, I try to balance YouTube by posting every Saturday or Sunday at 11 a.m. That's kind of my target goal. Um, So usually what I do is when I edit, I usually edit on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or at least I aim to because those are my lighter days um, of class. I don't have that much class on those days. And also um, in terms of filming content, I do plan like a week or a few days before filming whatever I decide to do. Sometimes it's on a whim and it'll be like, oh, I want to film tomorrow, like do this X, Y, Z. So I'll just do that. Um, filming does take a little bit longer in terms of just like setting up the camera and making sure I have like enough time to film as well as like go to class and everything. So I just have to block in a tiny bit of time. But in general, yeah, I think editing is the hardest part, but just trying to do it more consistently throughout the week is the goal. 
Where did you kind of learn to edit them so professionally? And like the cinematography is always so beautiful in your videos. Do you kind of have a setup? Do you have to plan for when you're going to vlog? And like, how does that work kind of around your schedule? Yeah, thanks for the compliment. That's so nice. I actually did not know how to edit um, videos prior to starting my YouTube channel. So I kind of just learned by doing as well as like watching other creators um, and also watching films and movies helps a lot in terms of like cinematography and how to shoot the videos. So I kind of just draw inspiration from all of those aspects. Sometimes I go in with a full plan and other times I don't. I feel like it depends on the type of video I'm shooting. So for example, if it's like a more lifestyle vlog, college vlog type of video, um, I'll just shoot it. Like sometimes I'll experiment with the angles, but overall I feel like it's pretty consistent. Like I do a bunch of shots that are kind of like me working or me doing different things, kind of just shots on life exist, like existing in general. And then I'll do like other shots of me speaking and stuff. But in terms of like editing, I would say I'm pretty consistent with like the fonts and the style of editing I have. And I do have like a template on uh, my editing software. So I have just like a video where I have like my favorite fonts, my favorite like effects, sound effects. Um, and I do have like a folder of music to use. So I guess that is how I maintain the consistency. And in general, I do like to play around with the angles and like how I film the videos to make sure that I'm like pushing myself creatively. And then also I feel like it's more entertaining for the viewer because I don't want to always be doing the same thing. Yeah. But I also think that like with a lot of your content, what, what makes it appealing is that like, it's just regular day things and you're not doing something like extravagant every single day, which I guess it's nice because then in like five years, you can look back and like, this was yourself on, on like a daily basis. Um, which, I don't know, something about that is just cool, like a preservation of who you are in this moment in time. Yes, exactly. It's actually crazy because I posted my move-in video for this year, like uh, two days ago, I believe. Mm -hmm. And so I was watching like my old move-in video and I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, like these memories are so vivid because I have this like mm -hmm. um, timestamp of it. So yeah, it's great. I feel like, yeah, in general, I try to be like as authentic. I don't try to like mm -hmm. change anything about my like life when I'm filming. Um, I would never like try to do that. But I guess in terms of just like editing and like filming, filming the angles, I do try to experiment with that to change things. Yeah. Up. I'm curious as to like, because YouTube is such a like, you're kind of talking to a community, but it's like, after the fact, in a sense, do you mm -hmm. kind of feel that you have a sense of community with YouTube? Or is that more just like you put information out there for people just to consume or it's more for yourself? I feel like it's definitely a community, which is so cool to me because I've always like wanted to have something like that. Um, I think it's interesting, especially on the college campus, because while I do do like a wide range of lifestyle content, like a lot of the stuff is also about Yale because I am a college student. So I actually do have a lot of like in-person interactions with people on campus or even people oh. visiting. I think that's been super cool to have like those face-to-face -face interactions because you can like... Uh, meet people and that's always I love meeting people so much so it's really fun I guess there is a bit of like a distance or disconnect um, from like watching someone on screen and in person um, I do get like dms too though so it is nice to like talk to people over dms and you know meet people that way no, yeah, that's interesting. That's the question. That was kind of all over the place. No, no, that makes sense because I was thinking about starting a YouTube channel when I graduate high school. And mm -hmm. I was just like, would it kind of just be 
my thoughts and then I just post it and then people can like, I guess, do whatever they want with that content. But I I get what you're saying. It's like they are real people behind those screens commenting and like seeing them in real life kind of just shows like you're more than just some video you're outputting. Um, Right. Yes. And I, yeah, I think it's a cool way to connect with people that you wouldn't be able to any other way. But I kind of wanted to transition to, I know you did like your study abroad and you worked with an NGO. Could you kind of tell me a little bit more about that and yeah, where you got this experience, what you liked from it, anything like that? Yes, of course. So this past summer, I did a short study abroad program in Madrid to see if I wanted to go into law school. It's kind of or kind of the purpose of it was to expose you to different law firms. So we shadowed a bunch of law firms. This was also in Madrid, Spain. So it has a very like international focus, which was really cool to be in. And then we also took like a law course. So I was like exposed to different types of law. Um, I still don't know exactly if I want to go into law or like go in or go to law school rather. Um, but I think it was a good experience to like understand the whole process and like the whole prospective career better. And then I went to Geneva, Switzerland to do an internship with a human rights organization. And I basically just found it on an online search. I was like looking for internships. I knew I wanted to go abroad um, and I was interested in human rights. So I thought Geneva is an ideal location and it was a great experience. So how the NGO works in a nutshell is like um, their headquarters are in Geneva, but they work in various countries and their whole mission is to provide legal representation to um, to everyday citizens and specifically um, protect people from cruel and unusual punishment. So a lot of the work we do in the headquarters isn't direct legal work, rather it's like funding programs like grant proposals, um, doing research projects. So it was a lot of like different activities and it was a great way to see how a small NGO works. And also like being in Switzerland was amazing in itself. Like I got to travel a lot um, throughout the weekends. So I was able to learn like both in and out of the internship for sure. And I was able to like combine that interest in history with like legal work and like global issues. So all things I'm interested in while like having fun because the internship, like the community itself was so much fun um, and it was a great time. No, I know. I think that sounds like so much fun. I definitely want to do something that's like study abroad just because I feel like there's nothing more like unifying than having like an international perspective, but then actually also being able to like go and be there. And um, I think it's one thing to just like put money somewhere from, you know, and then, and you don't really know where it goes, but like to actually go there and learn, I think is very exciting. Um, Yeah. And I guess the reason I asked was because I'm really interested in women's rights in Iran because I'm Persian and they have like this revolution going on there. Um, so yeah, I definitely will look into doing some sort of. Yes, I definitely thing. recommend it. I literally love the experience so much. And I feel like even if you travel somewhere, it's still a wonderful experience in itself, but living somewhere else is like completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, and you meet like so many people, like I lived in a student residence. So oh. I was only American actually. So I was like that <laughs> international student and like all my people <laughs> are like European, yeah. uh, most of European. Um, cool. yeah, it was, like, so cool it thing. wasn't with Yale, right? It was like separate. Yeah. Yeah. I found that internship okay. like alone, but since it was unpaid, like a lot of the international internships are unpaid yeah. with NGOs specifically. Yeah. Um, it was unpaid, but um, Yale has like great summer funding. So I got a fellowship for unpaid internships. 
Oh, wow. That's really interesting. Um, Yeah. So my next question is kind of back to you. (laughs) Um, And it's kind of talking about just like academic success and the pressure and keeping up your studies and all that. And I was just curious how the university, obviously it's very rigorous and like prestigious, how this really supports um, your own growth, your mental health, your um, interest in history and learning, but also forming a community and yeah, just how it kind of contributes to being a healthy, intelligent person. Yes, for sure. I feel like Yale is a very, very um, collaborative university. And in general, I think the student culture is very friendly um, and supportive. So that's really lovely to have. Well, Yale obviously offers a ton of resources from like the professors um, and the connections you build with them, as well as like a really great like community. Um, So I really am appreciative of that. And they also have such a diverse range of course offerings. So I feel like I can pursue my like academic interests of history and like political science, um, like classes related to those fields while also like trying completely new things. Like I came back from my summer experience and I wanted to learn French because all my friends in my dorm speak French. So I'm literally in French now. <laughs> like a great way to just explore like new interests, um, take classes for fun. Oh, also I really like how the Um, system is set up in terms of like the living community because we are placed into residential colleges so there's like 14 on campus and it's basically just a place where you like live there's a dining hall like there's a every college has their own support system support network and also traditions so I've made like so many of my closest friends through there and I think it's like a great um, setup they have. Was there like a favorite class that you've taken that really like made you really interested in history or learning or, um, yeah. I took a seminar on the history of American education. So I thought that was like an extremely fascinating course because we basically traced um, the history of, or rather we traced education from like the founding of America to the present. So it was crazy to see how so many of the issues from the past are still like controversies that we see today and I don't know I feel like it just re reinforces the idea of how relevant history is to like the world today I often get like comments but also like interactions yeah or or rather people saying like oh why are you studying history like why don't you study something else like what are you going to do with it but Mm -hmm. I think it is so important to like um, learn about history to understand like the world today because without like history how is the world like how do we know about the world today yeah Yeah, it's almost like how are you supposed to fix issues in the future if we can't learn from our past mistakes right exactly I think like understanding that in a sense which is interesting that you learned about today like I think in a lot of classes in high school um they're all up until like a certain point because of AP exams so like they don't really go past 2000 because it's considered more political and you you don't want to like offend anyone Mm -hmm. but I think it's nice to be able to like be in in an academic setting and really analyze something purely from like the standpoint of education of like why things matters and why it's important to have an informed opinion on things um so yeah it's really cool that you're studying that thanks um looking ahead as like your future goals I was just wondering do you think like your YouTube will kind of continue or do you think that you see that intersecting with your career or what you kind of plan to do in the future yeah of course so 
I definitely will want to pursue YouTube, I think, post-college. I think my whole, or rather, my whole motto with YouTube is I love doing it, so I'll continue to do it for as long as, like, I'm still passionate about it. Um, so in terms of the careers, or rather, YouTube and, like, my major potentially intersecting, I feel like from YouTube, I've actually gotten more interested in, like, film and, like, documentary work. So I feel like that could be a great um intersection with history or like current events I don't exactly know like what my career path looks like so far but I think I do want to pursue higher education either like a master's broad in general I would just keep on doing YouTube as long as I can or want to no I think that's really cool because I feel like in many ways like the medium is the message itself you know so whether it's the YouTube and like video format and we can actually like see you or I don't know if you end up doing a blog or something like that, just to like continue to like connect with your audience. I think it's really interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And so my last question I always ask everyone I interview is how are you going to change the world now or even in the near future? This is a deep question. (laughs) I really believe that um, anyone can make an impact and change the world, whether that is small or big. um, And everyone like has in a platform and a place to use their voice um so I guess on YouTube I hope to like continue to uplift people and um continue to create like a hopefully safe um entertaining space on YouTube and push others to be their like best selves I feel like I do a lot of wellness content so just sharing like things I've learned in my community and hopefully inspiring someone um I also hope to like obviously continue to learn like inside and outside of the classroom um reading the news like just being an educated and open-minded person I think that's super important in like catalyzing change um academically or professionally um my end goal would probably be to do something in international relations or diplomacy so hopefully I can make an impact in that way and help other people that's awesome. Maybe, you know, you'll end up working for the UN and changing right. some of these policies. Um, but yeah, thanks so much, Amy, for um, joining me on the podcast. It was great having you. Thanks, Isabella, for having me. That's it for today's episode. Remember to stay positive, stay inspired, and change the world. Bye, everyone.